Good morning. It's first thing Friday so it is time for fix. The September 18th edition of our weekly newsletter made with Amazon Polly, read the original, with all the links, at addictivelondon.com. Adtech Perfect Storm Aridi shared their very thorough note on Apple and Idfas in our guild, a must-read. Essentially they think Apple plans to go big on ads, that the walled gardens will be affected in varying ways and see a gloomy future for the various IDs being developed by the ad tech industry. It's called Apple Power Play and we are going to see enormous disruption. Read the report and get involved in the discussion in our guild, now getting close to 200 super smart members. A video of my panel at the App Commerce event is now available. I talked with Jay, CTO at Poke, and Alex, CEO at Branch, and we covered both the new iOS 14 and the likely impact of the IDFA changes. Unsurprising to see Instagram chief Adam Masseri come out against the IDFA changes. And Eric Sufert reminds us that the Google, Android equivalent is likely to follow the Apple lead, but with some interesting wrinkles to preserve attribution by view-throughs on Android. One area the Aridi report mentions is contextual targeting and this study shows it can be cost-effective. We mentioned that AT&T seem to be selling their media ad tech business, Walmart and Singtel are amongst the possible buyers. Weirdly, as they exit a modern ad business their CEO thinks they may launch an ad-supported mobile service, an old idea that gets trotted out every few years. One of the most persistent voices in ad tech is anti-fraud activist Augustine Fu, here he looks at the issues with programmatic targeting. This new report shows how easy it is for bots to taint the ad tech world, enabling some of that fraud. Reading this reminded me of two things. First, fraud has been around for years and progress in eliminating, or reducing it, seems slow. Second, it's a few months since the ISBA report highlighted the lack of transparency and the lost 15%. Who is doing what differently, since that report came out? TikTok Still hard to tell what is going on with TikTok. Oracle has reached an agreement but Trump seems unimpressed. Oracle seems to see this a great customer acquisition for their cloud business and their share price is at an all-time high. Still don't think anything significant will happen. But we do now know more about how the algorithm works, even if the Chinese will not sell it. But the competition are getting ready in case it does, with YouTube the latest to launch Amy2 product, YouTube Shorts. In other news they have reached 100 meters users in Europe. But these are monthly active users and the useful stat is daily active users. Of which Facebook have 300 meters in Europe and Snap have 71 meters. The BBC say TikTok has given new artists a chance. Nude. A long courts piece looks at the future of the TV ad, with this quote standing out. The push towards streaming isn't a threat to our business. That's the future of our business, WarnerMedia's Aversano said. That's the biggest opportunity for this company, not the biggest threat. We need to bridge to that future. But linear television isn't just going to die. It's going to be reinvented in the context of direct-to-consumer and streaming. Their predictions. Future number one, ads will actually be relevant. Future number two, fewer ads. Future number three, less annoying ads. Warner, media have some issues bringing home ads to market, promising a low ad load but having to navigate some content where ads are not allowed. A new PwC report predicts there will be a number of high-profile streaming casualties by the end of the forecast period. We'll dig into all this on Wednesday when our midweek deep dive is all about news. There are lots of interviews with Reed Hastings as he promotes his new book on how Netflix is run, but this Vanity Fair one is good. Talking of the competition and the way the young don't have the attention span he worries. The danger is someday Netflix becomes like the opera, a sort of super high-end niche thing. In the old world Viacom say the upfront ad market is very far along, but few details.
more evidence that the math of streaming doesn't add up, Viacom are to sell their CNET business for $500 million as they concentrate on TV. Merchant On Wednesday we went deep on all things retail with our merchant fix, looking at product, shopper marketing, community, drones and Amazon, catch up here. Every merchant knows that Christmas is coming and is getting ready for Black Friday, Prime Day and the run into Christmas. But it's going to be different this year, especially for stores. Lululemon is bullish and plans 50 pop-up stores in Q4, mainly to manage overflow traffic from existing stores. Amazon keep coming back to fashion, and the latest strategy is Amazon Luxury where Prime customers have to be invited to take part. This sounds interesting but as we saw with the Rihanna collaboration for Fenty, the user experience quickly reverts to Amazon style, after a rich landing page. Great essay from WebSmith decrying the blandness of some much DTC. And a good article on how all the sites look the same, bland. In the week we lost an amazing merchant, Terence Conran, we remember his stores and restaurants were never bland, walking down the staircase in Quaglinos or browsing the Conran shop on Fulham Road were rich experiences. DTC needs a bit more of that attitude. As well as the blandness, sites built on the most popular e-commerce platforms don't do that well with Google. As they shift to Core Web Vitals this report shows almost a third of sites fail to meet the target for loading time. I spoke at a Google event on mobile for their top advertisers a couple of years ago and we found then that most of the top 30 brands attending had slow mobile sites. One of the businesses there that excelled was e-commerce Pioneer the Hut, and a great flotation has values them at 5.4 billion pounds. Now you can buy Facebook Creative by the yard. Well almost. Common Thread have been really transparent and shared their creative packages, what's included in full costs. And they have already sold out of some packages. This is how a modern agency works. R. The last time we were at Luxotica, the Milan firm that makes 90% of top-end sunglasses, I asked about R and their Google partnership, and they said everyone had been to see them. Now Facebook have a collaboration with them. And they announced a partnership with the New York Times for our content, first for Instagram but likely to feature when glasses become a thing. Monday Note write a good piece on R glasses and Apple and make the point that fitting the R tech onto glasses is hard. Which is what Luxotica said, they know what people will wear but the tech people always want more. Plus. The Future of Media, a new framework for valuing content This is a good report from Accenture and the World Economic Forum and the image above come from here. The Apple event on Tuesday has been well covered but this is a good summary of the key points. More magic from MSCHF, thousands of cards, one bank account, spend IT if you're fast enough. Iron Man and Stark Industries come to Fortnite so smart from Marvel. Fortnite is launching a concert series it hopes will become a tour stop for artists. The State of the Connected Home 2020 Report, Edition 4. Sony Music bets its next big hit will be a podcast. Forget TikTok. China's powerhouse app is WeChat, New York Time. Westwood One's podcast download, Fall 2020 Report. Finally, I am fascinated by gaming and this reminded me this is the time to. Reread Snow Crash and Understanding Media There is a well-thumbed copy of Snow Crash on most tech CEOs' desk. And mine. For more on the metaverse watch this interview with Matthew Ball.